Lotus FM News with Sureshan Pillay. Six o'clock, good morning. EFF leader Julius Malema says the killing of Mozambican Emmanuel Sitole in Alexandra, north of Johannesburg at the weekend, was a pure act of criminality. Malema visited the township yesterday to spread a message of peace and unity. He says South Africans cannot afford to ill-treat migrants, saying Pretoria achieved its freedom with the help of other African countries. Malema says communities must work with police to ensure that criminals are brought to book. There is no king of the Zulus who said you must kill people. So if you are killing people in the name of the king of the Zulus, you are wrong. He has never given you that task. He is concerned about crime and he is complaining about crime. Let us not misinterpret the instructions of the king. All of us, whether you are from Natal, whether you are from Limpopo, Free State, don't kill people in the name of the king. An emergency coalition of faith-based organizations, universities, labor unions and civil society groups are going ahead with a march against xenophobia in the Johannesburg CBD on Thursday. Representatives of the group say they want to project an alternative image of South Africans. Former General Secretary of Kusata, Zenazima Vavi, will be at the forefront of the march. The march on Thursday is going to be a march of a united workers, whether they are coming from South Africa, or they are coming from Zimbabwe, Mozambique, Zambia, Congo, Nigeria, Somalia, anywhere in the African continent. And it's going to be the march that will say to the South African employers, do not take advantage of the vulnerability of our situation to make a quick buck. The number of commercial farmers in South Africa has been slashed by almost half since 1994. Chairperson of the Institute of Agrarian Studies, Ben Cousins, has told delegates at an international conference at the University of the West in Cape in Belleville there are only 35,000 commercial farmers in the country. Commercial farmers are very productive. In fact, we don't really have any threats to national food security. At the moment, land reform has been so unsuccessful it doesn't constitute a threat. The interesting thing to note is that of those 35,000, probably about five to 7,000 produce over 80% of the food. There's something like 28,000 who are actually not very productive. Uh, and we could redistribute their land without putting our food security at risk. And finally, a correspondent for the Washington Post in Iran has been charged with espionage. Jason Rezian, an American-Iranian citizen, has been detained in Tehran for nearly nine months. The paper's editor has described the charges as absurd. The BBC's Sebastian Asher reports. The plight of Jason Rezaian has been regularly brought up by the U.S. during talks aimed at curbing Iran's nuclear program. The new focus on his case, with charges against him for the first time being clarified, comes at a sensitive time, with the clock ticking down to a final deadline for the deal. His detention has long been seen as part of a strategy by hardliners in Iran to make life difficult for the comparatively moderate president, Hassan Rouhani, whose credibility depends on getting the nuclear deal agreed, thereby relieving the economic pressure of sanctions. Top story at 6 o'clock, EFF leader Julius Malema says the killing of Mozambican Emmanuel Sitola in Alexandra, north of Johannesburg at the weekend, was a pure act of criminality. I'm Sureshin Pillay, back. At half past six with your headlines, it's over to Matthew with Newsbreak.